show Rodney and I want to thank you guys for once again choosing Butterfly Evolution on this well for me this kind of rainy but beautiful day uh, here in Tennessee so Rodney how are you Tammy I am good I'm good we we can't say the same thing here in Virginia uh, 
Uh, we haven't seen rain in a few days, so um, grateful for that. But uh, hope, <laughs> huh? I said it's coming. Yeah, I'm sure it, it is. is. I'm coming. sure it is. Uh, sun don't last forever, <laughs> and neither Definitely does the not. rain. But uh, hopefully, hopefully the weather uh, gets better for you guys. I actually saw it on the uh, uh, saw the, the uh, Doppler radar earlier uh, when I was watching the news and and was talking about you guys getting rain. So hopefully the weather gets better for you guys. Um, But everything is well here. Tomorrow is my first day back at work for uh, the upcoming school year. It doesn't even seem like like I have to go to work tomorrow. Uh, I was actually sitting there just telling Tamari about how tired I was. But um, nevertheless, tomorrow we'll be back there. Uh, Nadia actually has... uh, Two teeth that have come in, so she's moving on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they're still in the early stages, but they've actually come through her gum. So um, she's moving on up in the world. Tamari is doing well, so all is good in the land of Virginia. All right, so, all right. <laughs> What's what's on the agenda um, in your world? Um, not much, not much. I uh, it's been like I said a very rainy but uh, very reflecting day here. Um, so it's just been a really really good day. I'm well rested and so I feel empowered. I want to speak maybe on the just the necessity and the power of rest. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. Uh, I just, I just, my thought process was better today. My attitude, my mood. <laughs> so I am, <laughs> I am uh, well rested today, and I feel that way. So, and I actually thought about that as I was doing my running around today. How much better I feel just because I've caught up on some sleep and and um, doing my driving uh, today, which I did lots of it in the rain. I turned off the radio and just. Just, just be in the silence, and I, and it was just, I don't know, it was just a beautiful thing. So, um, I'm good and ready for tonight. Um, I can truly say this: you guys is blessing me in ways that I never imagined. Um, it's just, it's beautiful to kind of let yourself go. It's, it's beautiful to let yourself go, but it's, it's, it's beyond words to be able to let others go. And yeah. it's 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 so freeing in such a way that no words here tonight will explain it. Um you just have to get it. You just really have to get it and you want you, you have to want to get it. And 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 I'm so I'm I'm on another level with this word called freedom. Especially freedom in Christ. You know, I think we hold ourselves hostage when God has mm-hmm. left the key in the door, like just in the bars are there. But if you would just stick your hand out around and get that key, and 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 I think in the most cases we'll feel like it's not even locked. The key's in there, but the door is not locked. That we somehow taken ourselves into that prison, closed the door, and locked it ourselves. And then I, I mm. just can see the word of God just coming back and unlocking it and just walking away and saying, 
I don't not saying anything really. So just 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 there's just such just such freedom in freedom that there is. So I've been blessed by this Romans and and so much so I I, I would I would almost say let's start it over. <laughs> Isn't that great? So Tammy, uh, speaking so of ready. rest. Mm-hmm. Speaking of re- speaking of rest, Tammy, um, uh, I, we could think of you know the obvious reasons why people don't rest or don't get enough rest, and it's, it's interesting that you said that because I saw that on the news earlier too. Um, but outside of um, you know everyday things like work or school, uh, family, why do you? Think think we either don't get enough rest or we avoid rest if you can go a little bit deeper than you know the obvious you know things why we don't get rest um you know Rodney I I think because there we allow so many things to consume us and the things that we allow to consume us, I think in some way, shape, or fashion, we believe that these are things that we need to do or be a part of or fix um, or something. And that the world is at such a pace now that we feel the need to have to keep up. Um, a, a friend mm-hmm. here with me, we, we spent several hours, and we rarely do this, but we spent like four hours. She asked me the next day, she said, do you know how long we stayed on the phone yesterday? And I was like, it was a couple hours. She said, it was four hours. We would do that oh, maybe wow. once a year. And I may not talk to her like that. We may get a text here and there, but I may not talk to her maybe again in a month or a couple of weeks for sure. And, again, it just might be a text. But what she said, uh, she told me, she said, after I got off the phone with you, I went on Facebook, and I realized that after I got off that I had been on there three hours without, and she she said it seemed like the time passed so fast, but I was on there for three hours. She said, I could not believe that I spent three hours of my time just scrolling through Facebook. She said it came and went so fast. And it's just things like that that we get caught up in things that bring that truly, and not saying that she didn't see anything, but you think three hours, three hours on Facebook. And she said, like I said, that she just, she didn't realize how how fast the time had gone. So we live in 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 this microwave world where, Everything we want the we want the right now. Um, as we she and I like we had in those four hours, you can only imagine. We talked about so much, but I remember saying to her that we want we want to play the game, and we were talking about relationships. We want to play the game, or people want to play the game, but nobody wants to retire at the game. And retiring to me is getting choosing someone and playing the game with that person um, because we were kind of, mm-hmm. again, talking about life. And I think that's what people, that what we do, it, it has become a game, like keeping up with this world. It has become this game that we just want to play or be a part of, and we don't realize how much of ourselves that we lose. I recently asked myself the question, what am I doing? Because there's a lot of things that I need to be doing, but I find myself at the end of the day, 
realizing or saying, gosh, I didn't get anything I wanted to do today, that I've been so busy. And, Rodney, when I really think about it and reflect, I really have not did things that I needed to do or had to do. Mm. I just kind of got caught up in the in the in the storm. And and that's what I think a lot of us do. There's so much going on until we are trying to find our way or our place in a world that we don't exist in, that we're here, but for me, I choose choose to to be a part of it without losing myself. And that's where I, I'm I'm finding joy in going. Like I'm finding joy in not having to know every bit of the news where people say, Well did you hear this? No I didn't because I mean I I I'm easy to I I'm sorry, I just haven't looked at T V in quite a while now. Not not stuff like that. I've been selective and I've chosen what what I wanted to look at, but as far as the TV world, I haven't. But I think we just have to make a choice and pick and choose. I, I would say one, one or the other, because you cannot have them both. I just don't think that you can have the peace that I can't. Let me say that I've realized that I can't have the peace that I desire without um, reflecting and taking an inventory of this life that I have allowed to become so busy but not productive. So I just mm. think we get caught up in the world and the things of this world and in this world because we've identified ourselves with those things and the people in this world. And in most cases, people are really looking for the very same thing that we're looking for. And the same conversation that I was having with my friend, we, we came to the to the agreement or the end result that one thing that people are most looking for, that the, the one thing that we have alike um, is we all in some way, shape, form, or fashion are looking for that one, that relationship. But at the same, which is why what we were saying is that people, uh, you will find the clubs, you and even the churches, because people go, people whether they were admitted or not, people go go to church looking for people, looking for somebody, and that's where it came mm. about. They want to play the game but never really retire, and so what? Why I'm, why I'm bringing that up? I made the comment to her. I said, but if we would look for ourselves, if we, if we would look for whom we are, who God created, then the person that we're looking for will be there. But it's because we're looking without any, um, which is another reason I think we stay so busy, because we're we're looking. Because I truly believe that we were created for a relationship. And, Rodney, I think this goes right into bearing others' burdens. We were created for that connection and the relationship that the world has set has set a different platform for because we stay so busy. We text. We don't. We do less calling. We don't send cards, we don't write letters, we don't um, really engage, look each other in the eyes and have those wholesome conversations. People don't get together like they used to. We we got together Saturday about a cruise that we were taking, and I had the best time. It was just a few of us. We had just a little bit of food, um, some nice little drinks to the side, good conversation, which was what I enjoyed the most, just good old-fashioned people sitting around, Talking, laughing, cutting jokes, talking about real life. We just don't do that enough. 
We just don't. Mm. So even in the conversation I had with, with my friend, the four-hour conversation, in that conversation, and I've known her since seventh grade, you guys, I found out so much more about her in those conversations. And what, what was even greater is that some of the things that she experienced as a new as a grandma that she had never shared with me, I had some of those same feelings. You know, being 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 afraid of 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 you know wanting a grandchild, but at the same time being afraid um, or having fear fear about that child in this world. And I think if more mm. women would sit around or men and talk about you know, and and unlike her, I don't have a a a, 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 son, a grandson, um, but she has grandsons, and she just talked about the fear of having young black males. In this world, how she just almost just it, it it at times would steal the joy because it was it was I'm happy but at the same time I'm sad because I don't know you know and so the conversations and I wish people would get busy doing more connecting and as we started the show setting people free but also realizing that they too are free and that the same burdens that they decide to bear for others that they need to learn to let God bear, and I think we all do need to let God bear what what he already knows about us, the same thing that imprisons us. Let Realize that God has those and that he's not judging us like we judge ourselves and not judging others like we judge them. So I hope I answered your question probably way more than you wanted me to, but. No, 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 no. No, you were you were right on the money. I, I, no, I'm glad you did uh, go into it because I I just think that um, oftentimes we don't get the proper rest, and I don't mean just physically, um, mm-hmm. but mentally we don't get the proper rest. Um, and getting rest um, doesn't always mean getting eight hours of sleep. Um, getting rest can be basically just taking a break and we don't do that enough. Whatever it is, um, if it's from social media like you brought up, we don't take a break from social media. We don't step away from it. If it is, um, you know, TV or the news, we don't get a break from it. If, you know, it could be our family. And believe it or not, as as much as we may love our family, you might need a break from them. You know, so many things, um, because doing the same thing all the time, eventually you're going to get tired. Eventually, you're gonna be you're gonna become restless. So at some point you're gonna to have to take a break. Now, the thing is, if you don't take a break, it's gonna happen anyway. It's just gonna be mm-hmm. forcefully. Sometimes, you know, if you think about, you know, people who are constantly on the go physically. Right. Eventually, 
their body just shuts down. And they could be like, all right, I'm going to sit in this chair for five minutes. Wake me up in five minutes or wake me up at 2.30. And then next thing you know, eight hours have gone by or six hours have gone by. And they're like, oh, man, why didn't you wake me up? Or, man, I missed so-and-so-and-so because their body finally shut down. So you can either take your own breaks or you can allow life to catch up with you. You can either sit yourself down or God can sit you down. Even, you know, regardless of what it is, and I don't know how, you know, how we ended up going down this road to begin, Tammy, but I think it's crucial that people understand that whatever you are doing on a regular break, uh, on a regular basis, find the time to just exhale, to just take a deep breath. Same thing we do with work, right? We can't work every day without getting a day off. We can't work so many weeks or so many months without saying, I need a vacation. I need a day off. You know, for those of us who work Monday through Friday, what is everybody's favorite day? Friday. Why? Because they're going to be off for two days. So it's important that whatever it is, if you are somebody who constantly are on social media, take a break and see what it does for you. Tamaria did that. And Sunday was the first time she was on Facebook in a long time. And first thing she said was, you know what, this is exactly why I don't like going up here. Because of the junk, because of the drama, because of the horror. And so her going up there to, you know, just post things and, you know, respond to notifications, she was like, I don't miss this. But she needed that break in order to see how it was impacting her life. So before I turn it back over to you, Tammy, Everyone, I know we normally, you know, challenge you to move your trash can. Tonight, I'm going to personally challenge myself and everybody else. Whatever you spend the most time doing, whatever consumes most of your being. Now, I'm not saying go in tomorrow until your boss, you be back, you know, in (laughs) September. I'm not saying that. You know, (laughs) use wisdom. But... Something that consumes a lot of your energy, a lot of your time, outside of things that are just necessities. Figure out what that thing is and just take one day away from it and see how your life is impacted. Tammy, back over to you so that we can begin chapter 15. Okay, and I think we have, we have, we, we're in the beginning of it because, you know, Rodney, as, as you were talking, I've been jotting down some things here. 
and I thought about as you started to talk, I thought about you, um, and I think I remember you and you or Tamaria told me that you guys have a balcony there, right, where you live. Mhm. Yeah. How how often do you step out and enjoy just sit out on your balcony and and, and just do whatever you want to do, just reflect, read, look, do nothing. What? How often do you think you do that? Uh, I would say about once a month, on average. How do you feel when you when you when you do that? How do you how does how how do you feel? Oh, it's relaxing. It's peaceful, <laughs> and it doesn't matter if have... it's <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's cold outside. Doesn't matter if it's raining. It's just it's relaxing and it's and it's peaceful out there. It, it feels like like you know that you're home, but you feel like you're so far away from here. Yes, yes. It, and, and just think, <laughs> and you said once a month, and I bet you at some point when you went to look at that place, you thought, man, cool, that's a balcony. I get to go out and chill on my balcony. And was one yeah. of the driving factors for you to get it. But once a month, and how many days a month are you there? <laughs> Man, every day, 30, 30 or 31, depending on the month. It's either 30 or 31. So and some see, months, see, uh, uh, the percentage the percentage is worse than others. <laughs> right, but in, in, in spite of how it makes you feel, in spite of what it does for your soul, your spirit, your mind, some way mm-hmm. you, you, you only find maybe once a month. And so I just wanted mm. to bring that up because sometimes we are so – we we are so quick to jump and and get things because and I think about myself with my house. One of the reasons I purchased my house, one of the reasons I fell in love with it at that time was the bathroom. My my master bathroom is huge. I mean, it had all this you know these things that I thought I liked and want. And y'all for the first year, now this sounds really psycho, and even more psycho as I end it. But for the first year, maybe even longer. I I got I wouldn't even go in that bathroom. I thought, this is too big. I, I feel lost in here. I would you I would use the other one because it was more small and quaint. But my foolish it, it's just insane the way it works. Even now where I thought about with showers, most of us today take showers. Although people, they they say hot baths and tub and I have the jacuzzi things. And I promise you, it will be it will be months sometime before I realize. You know what? I have not turned on those jets. I'll get in, and jump out real quick. I'm always in a in a hurry, even when I'm 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 getting myself clean. It's just insane how we think we don't have time to do the things that give us the strength to do the things that we need mm-hmm. to do. Um, and so something else I thought about. Um, with you talked about Samaria with Facebook, I came to a point where I prayed about my Facebook. Meaning, God, let me see only those things that I need to see, or that's going to edify my spirit. That's going to move me, and it has it has been working. And what I don't do is go scrolling because then I think I'm 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 going to miss it. Um, there be times where. I do come across something I think, you know, whatever. But for the most part, I promise you the scenery has changed. It has worked. Um, I had someone just this weekend, I found a message that someone sent to me maybe about a month and a half ago, 
And I remember getting a message from someone else saying, you know, you need to respond to this person. They say they've been trying to reach you. And I never thought about Facebook. I just looked at my phone and I thought, well, I don't have any missed calls. I don't have any messages. And I replied back and I said, I don't have anything from this person. How did they reach out? And they never answered of how they reached out. Guess where I found that message? On Facebook. Oh, wow. And I'm like, really? And I was like, I am just seeing this message. Did you ever think to pick up and call? (laughs) Did you ever think to text or what something? Because I didn't even know this part of Facebook existed. And maybe it was because we weren't connected, but she sent it on Messenger. And I don't know if it's because we weren't connected, but there were so many messages there that people had sent. And I'm thinking, well, how, and I don't even remember, remember how I got there. Like, how did I get to where this was? I couldn't even back out and go back to where I was. Where I was. That's how I just flipped into it. So we just have to really take care of ourselves. And and if you're wondering how is this applicable to bearing others' burdens, which is what we decided to title this one. Now we are still in Romans, but tonight's topic is bearing others' burdens. And and I think I even put love there. Let's see, uh, loving and bearing others' burdens, uh, because because we've talked a lot about love and so forth uh, from our from our other chapters. And you guys, you have to have rest. Your mind has to be ready if you are going to love and bear the burdens of others. Now, again, it's so important that we say this does not mean that you allow people to get away or to not be accountable. Maybe that's a a, a more appropriate word. This is not saying that people should not be held accountable. But what I'll go back to for the sake of this show is what we started out with. It doesn't mean that you hold people hostage either. Mm. So we make them accountable. We hold them accountable. But we don't make them hostages to their burdens or to um, who they are. Mm. So you can love people. But you can you can you can set them free. You can love people and not have to deal with them or choose not to. You can make you have a right to make that choice. Meaning, if if you know someone is not good for your spirit, you can set them free without judging them. You can pick and choose when, where, and how much. And you can basically what that is is boundaries. We're so afraid of boundaries. I think in some way, Rodney, that we're afraid to rest, that we are afraid to sit still. Because stillness, in my opinion, is power. It is powerful, and it makes one power. It brings one power. I truly do. Um, I look at this week alone, even Sunday, my intention Sunday was, was to get up, and spend a few hours in my word. You guys, it seemed like before I knew it, it was time to go to bed. And the only thing I had done was got up, got my Bible, and brought it to the bed with me. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I got in getting into my word that day. And that's mm. where the reflection started to where 
like today I was riding and, the, and I had the radio off and I'm thinking, I'm thinking like what is it, What what is happening here? And one reason that I feel so depleted and I think we do as well, we have good intentions. But you can have good intentions on going to the bathroom. If you don't go, you're going to wet your pants or whatever the other thing do. <laughs> so I can have good intentions on reading my word, but if I don't, guess what? I'll change it. I'm going to – those things are going to um, – the things that happen, I'm not going to be prepared for them. I'm not. Things are so much different, or they are so much different when I am in my word, when I am studying, because that's when I can love people and bear their burdens. And so basically uh, 15 starts out, 15-1, and Rodney, in my Bible, 15 has the little subtitle there, and it says bearing others' burdens. And it said we then who are strong ought to bear with the with the scruples of the weak and not to please ourselves. And so for those of you who did not read 14 or did not listen to 14, you'll have to go back because it's a it's a carry-on from 14, of course. But again, we then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak and not to please ourselves. Um, and it kind of ended last week, Rodney, where we're talking about, I believe, um, Let's see, have you, you said before, but chapter two, verse 22 says, Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves, but he who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not eat from faith, for whatever is not from faith is sin. So let's look at 15, because um, verse 2 says, Let each of us please his neighbor for his good leading to edification, for even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the re- the, re- the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. And that's through three. And I, I believe right now, I'm going to turn it back over to you, that basically you have to remove yourself. You, it's, it, I truly believe it's impossible, just like when we started with Romans 1, it is impossible to have a, re- a right relationship with our Father without a change of heart produced by the Holy Spirit. I think it's truly impossible. And then the relationship with oneself. If you don't have it with God, you don't have it with yourself, how can you have it with others? How can you love someone through their burdens? How can you not judge them? How can you not want what you want for your own gratification? Like we said, inspect what you expect. Why do you have these expectations? Is it for you? Is it to get what you want? Is it to, or is it to glorify God? Is it to glorify yourself? Or is it based on I what I need? I need this. I want this. I need this. They should be doing this. They should not be doing this. Well, what is it that I'm doing that I should not be doing? What is it that mm-hmm. I need or I think I need um why why do i need what i do i think i need what i need cuz some things i'm realizing um i have a lot of wants that i've turned into needs i've made them needs mm-hmm. if you would just uh look at that part alone 
And see, the more I turn that mirror inward, I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is with you. And it's going to be what it is with you until you see fit to change it for the glory of God, not even for yourself. Because if I change it for me, guess what, y'all? I'm going to go right back to doing it in a little bit because I'm pleasing me. So you have to see yourself in order to bear the the burdens of others. You have to. Back over to you, Rodney. Tammy, you you mentioned, um, you know, still holding people accountable. Um, but at the same time, not holding them hostage. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to also add the word bondage. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, oftentimes we, we, um, we shut people down or we shut them out because they're not in the same place that we are. They're not on the same level that we are. And instead of um, learning how to deal with people who may not be where we are, um, the easiest thing for us to do is to just shut them out um, rather than learn tolerance or learn patience or, um, or practice those things, practice, you know, patience or practice love or, or tolerance. We we don't know how to do that, and we don't even seek, um, you know, God in ways to better deal with our brothers and sisters because mm-hmm. it's so much easier to just cut people off. Um, now, granted, if somebody needs to be cut off, then, you know, so be it. But we do it so easily and so quickly and, you know, we act as if we've always been at the place that we are. We don't know how to forgive. We don't know how to let go. We don't know how to go back to the to the day that we were brand new on the job or it was our first day as a parent or, um, you know, it was our first time behind the wheel learning how to drive. We when when we master something or when we grow or when we become an expert, we forget the day that we didn't know either and somebody had to show us. Or we forget the day that, you know, we were the rookie. We for, we easily forget those things. And so when we do that we f- we find it hard to deal with other people. Mm-hmm. We find it hard to, to 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 understand or relate. We act as though, you know, we can't do that. Instead of saying, you know what? Here's the situation. Let me go back to the day the day that I was in this person's shoes. Or if you've never been in that person's shoes, instead of doing all the talking, why don't you do all the listening? 
and try to understand where the person is coming from. I was having a conversation with one of my friends today, um, you know, and we were talking about different things where, you know, where school is concerned. And he was saying to me, you know, he was like, do you really think that, you know, there's a huge difference in the way um, children of color are disciplined in school versus white children? And I said, absolutely. I've seen it as an administrator, and I've seen it as, and not at my school, but, I, you know, I've seen it. You know, as an administrator, I've seen it as a as a teacher. You know, I've talked to different people, um, and it does exist. I experienced it growing up, and he said, "I don't, I don't think it exists. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't think it happens." And I was getting ready to respond, and I caught myself. And I said, there's no point in me trying to further explain this matter because I'm talking to a white male who grew up in a rural area that's predominantly white. He may have had one black person in his school. So I'm I'm talking to somebody whose experience is not the same as mine. But rather than getting upset with him or rather than trying to force my point down his throat, I just said, okay, we're talking from two different angles here. Instead of me trying to um, get him to come on my side, let me just respect where He's coming from And if this is not something that he Has seen or experienced I can't make him See this I can't make him Have this experience He's a white male he, he's an adult Now so he won't experience it as a child Didn't didn't experience Experience it as a child May not experience it But we have to remember Before We respond To just stop you want to bear the hey, infirmities Bobby, of the week? Can I say Go something? Ahead, mm-hmm. And you know what? And it doesn't make that person a bad person. That's and, nope. and, and I have I I find myself having issues with this, and I don't. We won't. I promise you guys, we won't take it into this race thing. But it's really about seeing people as people, and when and really, you have to get beyond the color of that person. And and go back to his lifestyle, what he's seen. What you were talking about made me think about the ethnos class that I took some months ago at Hope Church. One of the best things that I that I could have done, and I'd like to even do it again with a different group of people because it's about bringing awareness and finding our common places. There was a question asked, and it was a, a, a middle-aged white man. And he he asked the question and prepared us for the question as kindly as he knew how, not so that not to offend anybody. But we were talking about the systematic system sy- systematic. Am I saying that right? Racism. And 
he's like, I just don't get it. Like, I, and I'm not, I'm not being, you know, not trying to be anything other than, but I don't understand when people talk about that, what they mean. And I, and, and I ask, can I please answer this? Can I just share with you what, what it means for me as a mother of a young black male? Um, mm-hmm. I am, a, I, I fear, I fear. And and have from day one, I explained to them, I worked my butt off to get my, a house to have him grow up in, to place to call home. We move in, and he wants to go jogging. Mom, I'm going to, you know, didn't think about it. I already dressed on the way out the door. Mom, I'm going to go for a jog. I'm going to go for a run. Like, you can't go for a run. What do you mean you're going to go for a run? And he's looking at me like, what do you mean I can't go for a run? Like, you can't be running up and down the street because I'm thinking, black man running, you did something as a mother. Mm-hmm. And how do you tell your son, well, son, you, you you just can't because I'm afraid for you. He's not understanding mm-hmm. that. You know, to the point where, and I had to share this with Brandon recently as well, like, there have been times where I would cook and he, he'd say, Mama, can I come get something to eat or whatever? And it would, might be 11 or 12 o'clock at night. You guys, I would rather get out and take it myself. And he never really understood until I said, I'm like, well, Brandon, you know what? Just <laughs> as, as close as you live to me, I worry from you getting there to here. Because it could be 12 mm-hmm. o'clock, whatever, whatever. I worry. It, it, it does because he's like, Mama, I don't want you getting out because you're a woman. And I'm like, you know what? I feel safer. Or my mind is more at rest if I bring it to you than, than for me to have to think, okay, he's got to get here, he's got to get the food, now he's got to go back. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and and, and um, I had a white lady, which was the spouse of, of this man who asked the question. She said, I have never heard that. And, and, and I get it. But just her hearing that, you know, and 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 so we cut people off before we understand, and that's why I said we are all one conversation away from understanding each other enough to have a small breakthrough. And that's all we need is a few small breakthroughs with each other, even on this race deal, even with bearing each other's burdens. If you sit down and have an honest conversation with someone that you feel like, I can't bear your burden, I can't do this. But the thing is, we're not having those honest conversations and then setting people free. We're keeping them hostage based on our expectations of them. But I want this from you. I want this from you. How about you start giving them what they need without losing yourself? Because we don't, when that's not what we're saying. You don't lose yourself mm-hmm. for anybody. You don't become somebody. You don't become what someone needs, but now you are not who you need for yourself. You cannot, and that's where the anger comes in. That's where the disappointments come in. That's where the um, the self bondage. The self-isolation, that's where all that comes in. You have to be free. You have to be free. So um, I would just, you guys, if you hear talking, I, I'm, I'm in a place where, and I do have the door 
closed, but the people are just a little loud. So if you guys hear, I'd ask my cousin if she heard it. So if you hear something, I forgive forgive me. I don't. I'm trying to bear their burden because if I walk out and say something, I'm gonna say it wrong. So <laughs> so, but I just wanted to say that you know you could have gotten angry, you could have took it, taken that the wrong way based on his the color of his his skin, but you looked beyond that. You look beyond, mm-hmm. and and sometimes if you weren't raised and you maybe you did see, maybe you haven't been around mm-hmm. enough to realize that this is what happens sometimes, mm-hmm. and it does. So, but just wanted to kind of say that while you were on that subject. Oh, uh, not a problem, Tammy. A uh, couple couple things I uh, I want to uh, bring out before we uh, you know as we wind down here, but. Um, in verse 15, like in chapter 14, um, you know, it, it, it was mostly about not judging other people, um, because they might be viewed as the weaker one or the stronger one, you know, it talked about both. Um, and in verse 15, if you are strong, if you're considered strong, then you have two responsibilities, according to verse 15. It says, we then that are strong, I'm sorry, chapter 15, verse 1. It says, we then that are strong, here's your first thing, ought to bear the infirmities of the weak. That's your first responsibility. Physi- the physical and mental weaknesses of others, that's, your, that, that's, that's what infirmities are. And it is your job to bear the infirmities of the weak. In other words, to understand or to uh, be patient with. And it doesn't mean, you know, don't take it out of context and, and just think that you're supposed to let people drag you down or bring you down or hold you back. No, that's not what it's saying. But be patient with people. Try to understand where they're coming from. And then in verse, and then the second part it says, and not to please ourselves. So, in other words, if you are bearing the infirmities of the weak, then you are doing the second part because you can't be pleasing yourself and bearing the infirmities of the weak, and vice versa. So you're either doing the entire thing. Or you're not doing anything at all And then In verse 3 It says for even Christ Pleased not himself But as it is written the reproaches of them That reproach thee fell on me So We are not above Christ So if he can put himself to the side To bear the Infirmities of the weak Why can't we And the last thing I want to talk about to him in verse 4 it says, for whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. The key word there, one of the key words there to me is learning. What are you learning? It says things were written aforetime, so a long time ago. Things were written for you to learn. 
So, again, what are you learning? Are you reading so that you can learn? Because if something is written for you to learn, the only way you're going to learn it is you have to read it. You have to study it. You have to understand it. You have to seek wisdom. So, again, what are you learning? And then the second part of it tells you that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. So if you are reading what was put out there a long time ago, if, you, if you're reading it, you should be learning. There's no way you can open the Bible, read it, and not learn anything unless you just don't want to. You should be able to learn something. And as you read, you should have some hope there because you should see that the same way God delivered Daniel when he was in the lion's den, he'll do the same for you in your lion's den. may not actually be physical lions in there, but he'll do the same for you. The same Holy Spirit that comforted Jesus when he was being tempted by the devil is the same Holy Spirit that will comfort you. But you have to be in a position to receive those things. You're not going to get any hope on Facebook all day long. There's no hope there. There's no hope, even for me, sitting here on a Sunday watching football from, you know, from morning, from, from, from 1 o'clock when the first game comes on to midnight when the last game goes off. If I, if I do that all day long, there is no hope in that. No. So going back to where we started with rest, Tammy, we have to find the time to take a break from the cares of this world and just rest and just meditate. And just be in silence. That way, you can get some answers. You can get some understanding. Back over to you, Tammy. Right now, I want to bring up something, and I, I don't know if um, if everybody has heard about this. I didn't get a chance to talk with you, you about this, but there is a Mississippi politician who has refused to, well, basically told this uh, female reporter that he's not going to, she cannot come along with him on this, uh, I guess, his tour campaign or whatever, unless she brings Mm. a person with her. Have you heard about that? No. Okay, so there's a Mississippi, again, politician who, there's this female reporter who wants to ride along with him in his car um, and do a do her reporting. 
so he said that, again, um, you can come, but you have to bring uh, someone with you, a male with you, and I, I believe he said the male, but at least someone with you. And there's this big um, discussion about it, and she's on the news saying, you know, well, she doesn't feel like she should have to do this. And and she asked the question, well, why should why should I have to um, – why should I have to bring someone along? And they having this, you know, conversation on the television, on the news, and he was like, because you're the one that wants to ride along and interview me. And the reason he's saying it that he said, I have made a vow to my wife that I will not allow myself to get in these situations or even to be put in a situation. He said, because we're going to be together for 16-hour days in a car, just just me and this lady. And that just mm. does not look good. And and so I'm sitting here, and I'm in awe because I'm thinking, I totally get this and totally respect this man mm-hmm. for making that decision. But you have people who are ridiculing him. And what I said to Jimmy was, I said, now, if she was married, if this was, if this was her husband who was making the same decision, she would be all, it would be the the most it would be the grandest idea or he's so thoughtful, he's kind, this is true. We shouldn't we shouldn't put ourselves in this situation. If it if it was her her husband making decision on her behalf, her outlook would be different. I am certain of mm-hmm. it. I that I I believe she would think differently. And so I say that to say this. I have I have a daughter in law. I call her my daughter in love. Now, if I had a daughter and I wanted different for my daughter than I did for my daughter in law, then I'm a hypocrite. If I expected say if my if my daughter's husband left her, all right, and Brandon left my daughter in love, if I thought my daughter should get half of his income but now my son shouldn't have to pay my daughter-in-law half of hers because he's my son and she's somebody else's daughter. <laughs> See, we, we, we put we put right, we associate right with titles. And mm. and in some cases, we don't even have a, a right relationship with the people that we put the the title on and want them to have get what get this because of the title. And you know who that's really about? It's about the it's about self. Well, oh, well, my mm-hmm. well, my daughter is gonna get what she deserves, but you're not gonna do my son like this. And it's just mm-hmm. just that quick you can get into a mess with choosing what's right or inspecting what you expect of others, because mm-hmm. it really comes right back to you. And on, the only time we're able to get it right, and we don't get it right all the time, then is when we're doing it to be pleasing to God. Whatever happened to the little sign, what would Jesus do? I, I, that used to be the little bracelet. Everybody had the bracelet on. Even young mm-hmm. people walking around with it. It was the most wonderful thing. And now we're at a time where people, young people can't read their Bible in the, in a classroom. We're hearing stories where you, if you got free time, you can do what you want. This little person wants to read his Bible. Teacher says, no, you can't read that in here because it's the Bible. <laughs> and we're letting crap like that go while we're scrolling through Facebook, driving with our phone in our hand, having wrecks, killing people because of that same phone because we're trying to 
stay updated with the with the new news of people that we don't know, haven't talked to, haven't seen since high school, all of that. So that I say that let that be a guide for you. Do you want what's best for people just because they're people? That God created them just like He created you and me. That they have burdens just like you and I. Rodney talked about learning. Are we? What are we learning? And and are we allowing people to learn as well? All babies don't walk at the same time. They don't get. All of them don't get a year old and they just magically start walking. They don't all stop pooping in their pants at the same time. They don't. They don't all get off the ball at the same time. I say that to say, but they're still babies. So. People are people. They come from different places of life. We've all been hurt for sure. I was listening to a song today, and I y'all have heard this song so many times, and the words, grace, gracefully broken, that I'm gracefully broken. And, I, and that's one that I'll claim, I'm gracefully broken. And I'm so gracefully broken to the point now that I realize that we all are, and we're all at a learning stage somewhere and in something. I'm strong in some places that I thank God for, but I'm also weak in some places that I only hope that the people who are strong or a little bit further along in that learning that I am will give me the grace to grow and pray for me through my process. And not judge me and not talk about me and not talk with me in my face and turn around and talk about me for that same thing that they just kind of coach me and pat me on my back for. Because there's a lot of that going on as well. But in spite of that, just be you and be you for the glory of God. That's what 14 talks about. If you eat, if you eat that meat, eat it for the glory of God. Be thankful that you have it. But be you, be gracefully you as you are gracefully broken. And Rodney, that would be my final words uh, for tonight. Tim, I think that's a a, a great place to um, to leave off. Um, I think you said a mouthful there, especially um, when you were talking about you know uh, the things that we expect and, and how we treat people, not necessarily what you know, based on right and wrong, but um, titles, and I'll even say affiliation, um, and and I'll just throw this out there real quickly. Um, That happens, I I see that so often in, in politics, and I don't mean with politicians, I mean from those of us who vote for the politicians. Um, You know, I remember when uh, Barack Obama was in office, and I remember um, the things that I used to hear, um, you know, my Republican um, friends, you know, saying while he was in office. And basically he could do no right. Um, And, and, and even though they weren't saying, like, you know, hateful things, um, he could do no right to them. And it didn't matter what went on. Um, you know, he was just bad in their eyes. And 
it was it, it, it I'm not going to say, say it all came down to him being a Democrat, but I'm going to say a lot of it had to do with him being a Democrat. You know, um, and even now, those same people who would not give Barack Obama a chance, who, you know, had something negative to say about every um, everything that happened under his watch or everything that he did, everything that he said, those same people applaud everything that Donald Trump says or everything that Donald Trump does. They will defend him to no end. I, I, I see some of their uh, Facebook posts, and I'm like, ooh, really? You know, and and so I think, you know, going back to what you said, we have got to get to a point where it's either black or white. Get rid of this gray area. Um, get hey, rid hey, of, Rodney, you know, you I know, said I was going to be quiet, yeah. but... But but you made me think about something with the with the Mississippi politician. Now, if he if he went against what he believes and what he has um, vowed to his wife, which again is mm-hmm. not to be in the presence of get himself in a situation where he might can get caught up. I would think that mm-hmm. as as much has gone on in the world today, that people should be saying, you know what, I commend him for that. I commend him for not going mm-hmm. against his vows or against um, what he has. He said even to God, he said, he said, God, I will not let myself get in a situation. Now, what, let's say that he chose to let her come along, and then years later she comes out with some mess, well, he tried to do this to me. You know what people yeah. would say? Well, why was he in the car with her? Anyway? Why did he let her come along for all that amount of time in his car? That's yeah. how that's that's what we become. We become we get on the bandwagon and we forget about the truth. We forget about yeah. what's right. Yeah. But those same people that are condoning him now, condemning him now, would have said later down the road, well, she, he should. Why did he let her go? That was too long for her to be in the car with him. That's what they would say. <laughs> hey, you know, you know so what, we Sam, gotta I'm, get it. And I'm gonna just I'm gonna just end with this. They are just <laughs> mad that he is not giving them something to talk about. Yep. Later on down the road, that's why they're mad because mm-hmm. he is not creating a situation where they can have have something to talk about. Then they have to wait for another situation because they can't talk about this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another man. Any announcements? <laughs> huh? Um. No, I don't have. I said they have to wait on another situation and another man because he's not going to be that one. Um, no, I don't blame. I don't have any announcements. I don't have anything uh, coming up that uh, that right now that I'm. I guess that I'm so far in that I'm ready to announce. I'm working on some things that they are truly behind the scenes and some of the things that I need to to uh, realize that I'm not so busy to work on. You know, as we were talking about earlier, so. Um, so not now, not now. All right. What uh, same here, Tammy. Doing some things behind the scenes and um, kind of enjoying it too. You know, you know, uh, I'm I'm in I'm enjoying this this break that I've had from um, uh, speaking engagements and you know, even though those things were fun, 
um, just, you know, enjoying this this time off uh, from, from the extracurriculars um, because I'm sure that, you know, eventually they, they will be back, um, you know, and I'll be ready when, when those opportunities come around again. But uh, for now, you know, just enjoying, you know, doing some things uh, that, that I want to do, but not really being in, you know, having them out in the forefront. So right there with you, right there with you. This has been another live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. We want to thank you guys for tuning in with us. We we appreciate your support. Uh, please continue to um, either listen to us live, whether you do so by phone um, or if you do it online, um, or if you uh, listen to this broadcast at, at a later date. Uh, we can't thank you enough. Um, Feel free to reach out to us via email or uh, Facebook or um, however you uh, see fit to, to get in touch with us. Um, and just uh, feel free to share your questions and comments there. We'll be happy to address them or let us know how we're doing. <laughs> but at any rate, we hope that you guys have a blessed week, um, a blessed weekend, and we will see you right back here next Tuesday, same time, same station. Good night, everybody. Change on.